Joey Porter Jr., son, if you didn't know of Joey Porter, uh, out of Penn State, six foot two, 193 pounds. Three words I've got on him, which has turned into a paragraph, by the way. I've just totally, <laughs> totally thrown out the three word thing. Tall, rangy pressman corner who engulfs receivers at the line, eating up their release and throwing off their timing. But but I think there's still some concerns about his kind of foot speed, grabby recovery technique, and ball production that, that leave him a tier below the top two guys for me. Ball production? Man, um, I think his ball production's elite. What is his ball production? It's not I've catching. that down, which makes me think, oh, okay, right. It's not yeah, catching. Well, it's, it. it's, <laughs> it's not catching. It's so, so, it so, so, it's not, so not ball production. <laughs> well, it's, it's ball production, but it's not it's catching. It's production anymore. on the ball. Okay. It's, it's, it's BBUs, man. Ball. It's pass breakups. Yeah. <laughs> right, okay. Anyway, is that not ball production? Maybe it isn't. I guess maybe it is. I don't. Know. What? Yeah, I, I suppose a form it is. Of, I mean, he's, a form he's touching of, the ball. Yeah. It's a form of ball production. Maybe I should have been clearer. So, what, what does he do well? I mean, he does a lot well. Let's, I don't want to drag the guy. Um, he, <laughs> like I say, he loves to play physical press corner at the line. Um, only allowed sixty-eight yards and one hundred and six press snaps in twenty twenty-two, and he, he is so dominant at the line with his big engulfing frame that a, a lot of the receivers that he plays against struggle to even kind of escape his grasp. Uh, you know, he, 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 you know, I think they could a, a kind of a, a quicker, agile call, uh, receiver might be able to take advantage of him a little bit if if they can escape him. You know, if they can run sort of quicker, more dynamic routes straight out. You know, quick slants, whatever. I think there's some question marks there. Well, maybe we'll get into that. But I think for the most part, he's so dominant at the line of scrimmage, and, and I think this is a little bit more translatable. And I'm sure in your mind, Gav, than the way that Devon Witherspoon does it, just because of his insane length. I mean, his arm length is like a hundredth percent. All right, I mean. We want to talk about a, a tying the shoes standing up guy. Uh, might be Joe, Joe Porter. He's, he's tying his um, shoes leaning back. <laughs> <laughs> but but his best reps, man, just showing with such such powerful pop in his arms and then just dominant containing of the receivers as they've been totally thrown off the timing. So he looks really impressive at the line. Um, there was some, you know, you might have been concerned about his testing, but he tested off the charts as well. I mean, he ran a four four six, which is which is really good for his size. Um, his broad jump was great. You, you know, I, the vert wasn't that great. Don't know why, but but uh, you know, he's he's tall, so nine point six two on the RAS scale. Yeah, good. so you know, athletic for a big guy. One um, five two ten yard split. Whew. You know, if there's a knock to put on Porter's, uh, you know, athletic profile, it might be his change of direction and his, you know, his hip fluidity and his, you know, his his turnaround movement to get vertical and and obviously, you know, almost no one does the three cone anymore. So I don't know how you're really meant to analyze that at this stage. He's not the fastest cornerback in the class, like I say. He's got a good, enough speed, but I think he did a pretty good job of recovering from like missteps and things. From what I saw, I thought he often used his range to sort of make up on the back half of plays, uh, even if he lost a step. He puts a lot of hustle in his game. Um, I'm sure you all saw the play of him hunting down Jackson Smith and Jigba from behind, preventing a TD. So he's clearly got build-up speed. But i, I got to be honest, I, I think after watching this, I may have soured slightly just on the idea of picking him at 17. Now, I'm, that's, let me clarify this. Yeah. I, if we picked him at 17, I'd be really happy with it. You know, I'm not. I, this is not me saying I wouldn't do it, and I'm going to be in. But I just think that you know, if you, if you ask me would I prefer Joey Porter or Van Ness, I'd say Van Ness. If you ask me would I prefer Joey Porter or maybe a top tackle... Probably go a top tackle. Really? I just think, yeah, I just think, um, like, I'm not, basically, I'm not putting him in the same realm as the, the first two guys that we spoke about. I think there is a tier change here, and he's not going to be my third cornerback. Wow. I think he's, I think he's got, you know, slower feet, which just open him up to these quicker, agile receivers. I spoke a bit about that. I think he had, he had ten penalties himself in 2021, which he's kind of grabby downfield. I think he uses that when he has lost a step and he can't recover, he, he does tend to get very grabby. How much of this is down to his height, though? I mean, you, you can't have everything, yeah, right? Yeah, sure. I mean, he's well, a little bit high. His name is Devon Witherspoon. 
I don't know about that. I don't know about that. He's, you know, you know, he he he's a great mover, but the length that we're like, you know, it's a lot. Yeah, giving I mean, him accolades for it in one column, you can't then take it away. So he's he's obviously not going to be the same mover. Right, but it's we- important. Well, yeah, but you say that. I mean, there's some guys that are these bigger, lankier co- corners that that do have movement ability. We're going to get to a couple in a bit. That I think he's got movement. I just think I, I think yeah, he's, he's a good not- mover, but it's just his fluidity isn't elite, yes. right? Yeah. Uh, I'd say his change of direction is explosive rather than smooth. So, like, he's sort of digital rather than analog. Like, he's got to, like, change his direction from one to the other rather than yeah. – Chris Gonzalez is just kind of, like, sliding between two directions and it all happens and it, there's no obvious, like, gear shift. Whereas with, with Porter, there is a bit of a gear shift, but that gear shift – you're cranking it, you know, straight from fourth down into first gear. Suddenly, you're exploding back out again. So, I think it's just a different style of of movement rather than, and the same with Witherspoon. I think that's a different style of movement. I don't, I, I don't think it's that much of a negative. And I'm surprised that you're putting Porter out of the top tier. I think you've got to point out that if a guy is, you know, a bigger, taller guy with length as a positive, then then sometimes that comes with the knock of not being quite the, the smooth athlete that Gonzalez is. I mean, that, mm-hmm. that's just a fact. I mean, Gonzalez is a long guy. He's not as long as Joey Porter, and that's what you're saying. But I still think it's important to point out that this guy doesn't move as well. He doesn't oh, yeah, have the yeah, quick yeah, feet. Absolutely. He doesn't have the smooth hips. But I'm saying, well, I'm surprised. I'm not, not, not saying you're wrong to point it out, of course, but I'm saying I'm surprised you bumped him down a tier because of it. Right, right. Okay, yeah, fair enough. I, I just, I, I suppose my point is, and maybe it's just a, again, a flavour thing. If he wins at the line of scrimmage, which he, he most often does, I mean, he looks elite. He looks dominant. And I think you'll yeah. probably get to that. But I just, you know, I worry that in the league where these receivers are just getting smaller and faster, that if these these guys can escape him, that uh, you know, he's gonna he's gonna struggle to to follow through on the back end. Now, I'll also say you mentioned, I think, in your initial run up when we spoke about yeah. uh, all these guys that he was this kind of catch point dominator. I wanted to ask you about that because one of the knocks I had him was that I thought for his length and his power that he has, I didn't I didn't see him sort of dominating at the catch point. So tell me what you saw. So I think and- I think he wins before it becomes a catch. Okay. So right. he's okay. he's like jumping up, cutting roots, tipping Yes, that, he does do that. That thing where you're you're in trail on a crosser, he's he's like going for a tackle and tipping the ball away. So there's just there's no chance the guy's catching the ball because he's kind of tackling him and kind of tipping it away. I think that is his elite skill. It's like catch point, like sorcerer. Like he's not, he's not dominating through physicality. He's not breaking up hands. He, he, he's one step ahead. Like he, he's seen where the ball is and he's going to stop you catching the ball. And I, I think that's his elite skill. I think that's what you go for. Like he's, he's very sticky. And it, it's not just how he sticks on you. He's stuck on you. And then he stops you from catching the ball without fouling you. It's like a, yeah. a major elite skill. Attacks the ball, not the hands, basically. I wonder if it's just a, a kind of a way we view some of the same plays because the way you're putting it almost makes it sound like some of the things that I thought were like him, um, like clinging on for dear life, may have just been actually sort of uh, plays that he'd planned that way. You know, what yeah, I mean? you're bait- he's baiting the quarterback, right? yeah, yeah, he's yeah, making it look like he's open. I don't know if it's deliberate or just a fact of his speed profile that he 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 loses a little bit of separation battle and then regains it and and meets the ball there. I mean, that's that's. If if he's doing that deliberately, that's like he's having a Hall of Fame career. That's that's going to be him. He's going to be he's going to be doing highlights on on Monday Night Football, constantly tipping balls away from receivers, and it's going to be incredible. And, yeah. and I'd be very happy exciting. for that. Yeah. And, and what you got to remember is the bloodlines. You know, we've, we, we you got to mention it. I mean, this is a guy who's going to know how to play football. So let's not. We probably can't knock his technique too hard. I mean, he's grown up around it. So. 
you know, I, I don't want to knock the guy because I, I am high on him. I just, I, I just, I don't know. I, I could see why there was a slight drop off in in the, you know, where people are expecting him to go compared to Gonzalez. Sometimes downfield, I just thought he was clinging on for dear life a little bit, and I didn't I, see that out. Of I've got to agree. So, yeah, I, I, I felt there were some refs he got a bit handsy. I felt like if he if he thought he had lost the rep, his instinct was to start getting physical and pulling back and and and. I mean, you can clean that up. You know, it's not a major knot. There's, there's, and there's a lot of guys that do that in college. So again, I think there's worse people him. in this class for being handsy. Yeah, there, there certainly is. He's yeah, not there. He's not is. the most handsy man. He's not uh, the. Um, but, well, anyway, Gavin. I mean, what, what, talk to me a bit more. What 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 do you take his uh, biggest pluses as? What, well, yeah, what, what oh, definitely that the the tipping the balls around the receiver is is there. I, I love his dynam, dynamism. Like he's a press man corner. Definitely, he's just a guy like like how the Steelers use Joe Hayden. You just want to stick him out there. Just say, go and, go and stop this guy from catching the pass. And he'll do that. He's got like a fast back pedal with like energe- energy in it. Like it's just explosive. Not not smooth like Gonzalez or scrappy or fiery like Witherspoon. He's just fast and everything's quick and energetic. But his length caps that fluidity like we're saying. And I was saying about the explosive change ejection rather than smooth. I think, I think that sums him up. Like you can't have everything with his height. You know, he's not that flexible in his brakes from his back pedal, you know. But I just, I just think the way he sees what's happening is, is, is at a high level. Did you watch the, um, the Purdue game? Now I watched this and was like, this guy's the best player that's yeah. ever played ever. <laughs> and then you realise it was the season opener. That was his breakout. Six pass deflections. <laughs> nearly had a pick. Six. I mean, a totally dominant performance. So maybe, I, maybe there were some bad games that I needed to watch. But I watched that game and was totally blown away. Um, and then you see the testing. You see the measurables. Height, wingspan, arm length, hand size, all 95, 95 percentile above. Because before this point, you're thinking, all right, there's been a lot of hype. All right, Joey Porter's son, is he really that good? I think he is that good. But, you know, the long the long speed had ticked down from being elite. But 10, 10 split was good. That's what you said, Mike. And, and that's what you see on tape, right? You see him winning with quick acceleration. You see him losing a little bit in the route. And then you see him winning the rep ultimately with recovery what you said, Sai, or elite ball skills is what I said. So it's, it's like I, I are the beholder. Got loads more notes here, but basically, I don't see that many that many knocks. I mean, you could, you could, I've seen him whiff a couple of tackles where you know people have broken through his arms. Maybe he's, you know he needs to add some strength generally in the run game. Maybe the run game is where he's not quite cutting it, and maybe that will make the Steelers think twice about drafting him because they like a guy in the corner that can defend the run, but. I mean, I, I really like him. I mean, very close to being my red star. What, not- what did you think about him sort of on the, you know, if a play goes on, should we say, for a few seconds and, and he's sort of trailing a guy a little bit deeper, but he's, but he's in his pocket. Because that was where I thought his game fell down a little bit because he started to just get weight. Like he, I was almost like, remember, just release the dude. Like I felt like he really needed to remember to just like, just get off him like he was draped like as almost as if he was still playing the press coverage at the line but he was doing it like 15 yards downfield like he was just <laughs> draped all over some guys and I was just like please like you've got him like you're in his back pocket you don't need to be as like physical with him like you know in the end zone as you were at the line of scrimmage I don't know that that kind of got got my jar a little bit I, I'm, I'm 100% in the camp of Psy I've got to be I've got to be honest it's just these lack of interception I know I know you said he's he could be a hall of fame tipper but he could have three interceptions in a 10-year career. I know it's not the only job of a corner, but it is concerning, like, one pick in four is he, seasons. Is he uh, Ike Taylor? Could be. Could be. Like, I, it's, <laughs> I'm, I'm in on the, I am in on the dude. The vibe check is off the charts. We'll talk about his dad. But um, he's also got a, a heavily autistic sister who he calls his inspiration 
is a very kind, generous young man, and like oh, he's he's. I, I wish he, I'd watched that because I feel like I, I would have. Oh, sorry. I thought you, you cut out for me, so I thought you stopped talking. Oh no, no, <laughs> Are you no. Still no. Talking? I, I I tend to do that when I talk. I just so I sound like I'm cutting out. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, that is an elite skill. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. do that in real life. That would be amazing. <laughs> I know. I, I was just saying. I wish I'd watched that because I feel like maybe that would have tipped me into the like the Red Star conversation. You know, what I'm like, if his vibe had been off the charts, maybe I would have been like, gushing. This, this dude's vibe <laughs> is off the charts for sure. But I mean, yeah. In terms of the playmaker, I'm, I'm absolutely on the side of Sai. I thought he was. I felt he was hanging off receivers quite a fair bit. Um, look, looking at the tape, but um, I, I think he's great. I think he's you know he's a he's a proper good, proper good athlete. It's just interceptions is just a worry for me, and I can't seem to shake it. If would you take five pass breakups a game over one interception every day? Yeah, yeah. I, I don't but know. that doesn't I, negate I, the yeah. fact. I think Matt's got a very valid point that he has bad hands, right? I mean, let's be honest. No, but Cor- is it bad Cor- hands or is he just is he just you know he's he's not going for the glory. He's going for the decisive. Mm. And uh, you're not well, that's, okay, that's, that can yeah, be true, yeah, and that's not a bad thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, we're, <laughs> we're on agreement. <laughs> Time it doesn't work for the podcast, Mike. You, you can't be peacemaker. You need to like create conflict and division. Oh, okay, uh, 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 Joey, Joey Porter ran over a cow. Oh, yeah. what a monster! Uh, uh, no, right. don't ruin my vibe check for God's sake. <laughs> right. So, anyone else got anything to say, or should we uh, do ins and outs here? Yeah, I'm. I'm in. That's totally. Yeah, well, I haven't I set the line yet. Well, <laughs> he's in wherever it is. Well, he's 50 on the big board, so let's just say it's 17 as a Steelers 17. Pick. Yep. I'm in. I would, I would, I would, I would have him with yeah, that first pick. 